You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of BNI The Australian Story. BNI Australia is a powerful and collaborative business organisation built on relationships which are an essential part of any credible marketing strategy. BNI is Australia's premier business networking organisation and our service is designed to offer members the opportunity to create business relationships, share ideas, contacts and most importantly, business professionals. Today we're back in the studio and I'm very happy to say with our Executive Director, Mr Brent Edwards, welcome back. You too, Veronica. How great to be here uh, in the studio again, looking at everyone's faces live instead of over Zoom. I think... uh, like a lot of people, a bit of Zoom fatigue is starting to kick in. I don't know, a lot of people, I was talk, telling someone yesterday, I was on for five and a half hours on Zoom meetings yesterday and I was just all Zoomed out. Uh, but uh, this is great being back in the studio and it's great being with all our normal audio equipment and with our producer, Steve. Yeah. So looking forward to today's podcast. It's, uh, I know. It's going to be great. It's great to actually see a human being sitting within reaching distance, although 1.5 metres away of reaching distance. But I'm wondering how many people will actually be face-to-face and start doing the things that they used to do on Zoom that they because they've forgotten that they're in the room with someone, you know, like accidentally just kind of get up and go to the next room, forgetting that they're actually in a room with people again. Or accidentally having no pants on or something <laughs> yeah. like that. How can you... <laughs> There's going to be a lot of funny stories from a very, very um, serious serious time in, in, in history. We are um, recording in June, so here in uh, the beautiful Mornington Peninsula in Victoria in Australia, we are starting to come out of um, some of our lockdown restrictions. So it is really lovely that, um, that that's happening, but we are you know, obviously, obviously reminding everyone to be safe and continue doing great business because that's what's continued to happen all the way through this. Yeah, take, take note of all the... Uh of all the instructions from uh, from the government, etc., because we don't want to go back to where we were. We'd like to continue off and get as close as we probably can to normal, which will be great. Yeah, well, we've got a great uh, episode today, and so I'll let you do the honours of introducing our guest. Sure, and it gives me great pleasure to uh, introduce an old mate and someone who's been around for B&I in a very long time and had a very similar journey to myself within B&I and that's Bernie Hock. So we're all the way to far north Queensland and Bernie is the Executive Director of B&I North Queensland and is based in, you're based in Townsville at the moment, Bernie? Yes, that's correct, uh, Brent, uh, Townsville, uh, uh, Townsville City, yes. So welcome along to the podcast, it's great to hear you mate and um and we've known each other for quite a long time, but I really don't know. Uh, I know your story in BNI, but I really don't know um, how you got introduced. And, and you were actually a member at the start. Were you, were you a wellbeing coach when you were introduced to BNI? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I first joined BNI uh, back in 2006, so that makes me a. Uh, 14 year member now, Brent. Uh, um, I've still got a little bit of a way to go to catch up to you, but uh, we've, I've been around a while for sure. And uh, you joined uh, a group in Townsville way back then, uh, obviously when B and I probably hadn't been in Townsville for all that long. No, that's right. Uh, 
uh, Ben, I'd been probably operational for a year or two when I first joined, but I'd never heard of it. Uh, but yeah, the chapter I joined was Focus Chapter. Uh, they were a relatively new chapter. I think they're probably you know maybe about a year old when I joined them. Now we like uh, to yeah, so Focus Chapter in Townsville. Yeah, we like to ask everyone how they actually got invited to BNI, and and there's always a very interesting story about how people get invited to our groups, and it's very varied. There's no sort of standard answer. And would you like to share how you actually heard about BNI and how you were invited? Yes, for sure. So uh, I guess you know you're right. I mean, there's everyone's got a different story to tell, and you know uh, I think mine mine is fairly unique in the sense that. Uh, the guy that invited me was the guy that serviced our pool, um, but he knew me as a school teacher or a school principal uh, in a previous life, which I'd you know done for the 25 odd years before I joined BNI. But he came along to uh, service our pool one day, and uh, it, 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 from memory, it was uh, must have been a school day. But he saw me, um, you know, sitting at home in, in my shorts and, uh, and bare feet, and he said, uh, "How come you're not at school today?" And I said, "Oh, well, I." don't do that anymore you know just sort of matter of fact i didn't you know i didn't elaborate and he said oh um what do you do now and i said oh i'm, I'm starting to be a coach i used to be a school teacher but i want to become like a uh, like a wellness coach or a, help people with their health and well-being now you know sometimes you, you people ask you what you do and they sort of say oh that's great and they just get on with their business you know but the difference with Gary. Uh, without without uh, blinking an eyelid, and he said, "Oh, he said that sounds great." He said, "You should come along to BNI," and I said, "Naturally, uh, you know what's what's BNI? I'd never heard of it." And he, like his answer still rings uh, rings around in my head today because I think this answer could be used for a lot of other people inviting people to BNI. Sometimes I think we tell people too much or go into too much detail, or make a decision for the, them. Yeah, make the decision for them or prejudge people, you know. Or, but he just said, look, uh, me and I is we're a group of happy-go-lucky people turn up and chuck referrals at each other. It was sort of like just rolled with his tongue, you know. <laughs> that's the Aussie way. That's, that's, yeah, the so, Aussie way. that's so like, North you know, Queensland, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and very COVID-friendly. COVID-friendly, <laughs> and I'm there in bare feet and a pair of, pair of uh, board shorts and, and, and a singlet. And, like, it just sort of, uh, you know, it... It, it, it rolled off his tongue and he's, he's there in bare feet as well in and out of the pool. And like, it just seemed to make sense that, you know, uh, why wouldn't you want to go to meet some happy go lucky people? You know, uh, uh, but I saw, I said to him, well, what's a referral, you know? And, uh, <laughs> you know, cause I understood happy go lucky and Chuck, but, uh, not referral. So, um, just duck if you see uh, one coming at you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he said, oh, look, he said, um, like, and again, this is a classic, because he didn't go into a long, drawn-out saga of what a referral is and what closed business is and how often you've got to do it. And he, he just said, uh, look, you'll have to come along and find out. <laughs> that was That's it. <laughs> and so, so I did. Uh, I, I went along and um, I was just I was just blown away with the, with the meeting. And uh, at the end, they asked if I want to join, and I said yes. So what were the things in particular that actually made you want to join that particular group on your first meeting, like never seeing yeah, this on, before? Yeah, first meeting, never seen it before, never heard about it, uh, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, uh, like I, 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 it was no, I didn't know I, I was going to be, uh, you know, 
announced in advance. I didn't understand the system or anything like that. But I, what I what I found though was that I was just made to feel um, immediately welcome. You know, and I think uh, you know there's a lesson in that for all of us. And, and and even if you think, you know, you have a business or a shop front of some sort, you know, um, how how welcome do we make our walk-in customers feel? But as a visitor, first-time visitor to BNI, I felt you know overwhelmingly uh, welcomed. Um, but I saw the I saw the camaraderie, you know, and of course this was pre-COVID times, but, you know, grown men hugging each other, like, and slapping each other on the back. And That's a special a kind of chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, everyone just seemed happy to be getting along. Everyone seemed happy to be there. Everyone seemed, no one, there was no, um, you know, no one had any sad stories or, or terrible things to say about anyone. It was all just positive. Uh, happy, it was just like he described it, happy-go-lucky group of people who all wanted to help each other, you know. I'd, I'd never never experienced anything like it in my life. Wow, that's a really powerful um, image or impact to have from a first networking meeting. I think there'd be a lot of people out there that would would not be able to say they've been to a networking meeting and had that kind of experience. I mean, apart from yeah. the chucking and the hugging, uh, <laughs> what a great way to feel like, you know, you're in business by yourself and starting a new business too and all of a sudden you've been welcomed into an environment where you feel like you're going to be supported from the get-go uh, with a whole bunch of professionals in the room that um, that can help you in your business. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the, um, you know, I didn't know about things like power teams or contact fees or any of those B&I words, you know, but I had, I had the chiropractor come over to talk to me and the massage therapist in the room and they wanted to know what I did and you know how I you know I could work in with them and like they hardly knew me from a bar of soap but I just made it was just made to was just made to feel welcome right from the very um, very moment I entered the room. So can you elaborate on you went in as a um, as a as a wellness uh, advisor coach uh, wellness coach in the, yeah. in the first group? How did you go about building? a rapport with those people who were in your contact sphere who could bring you referrals? What, what did you do next to actually uh, leverage the opportunity with them? Well, I guess I, I you know, I soon found out that uh, it became obvious uh, that everyone in the room did something different. And uh, a few people even chatted me about, you know, what I did before I spoke. And, uh, uh, you know, it was... I guess I'd realised now they were making sure that I wasn't about to step on anyone's toes, but I think they're, they're some of the first ingredients in building a positive relationship is for everyone to know, you know, who's who in the zoo and who does what and who can speak about what. And But, but you know, not in a negative sense, but how can we then inter, intermingle and work together to help each other? And, uh, you know, I guess it was just the camaraderie in the group that, that I first joined that, Help, helped um, help me work out how to do all of that, you know. And uh, you know, I soon realised that everyone was specialists in the room, specialists of what they did. And and when you're a specialist, you, you're likely to get more referrals, you know. Yeah, for sure. So results-wise, how long did that sort of take for for that to work for you as a business? Because you've been around for 16 years, so you must have seen something with it. Yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, like, and I think this is a lesson for a lot of people too. A lot of people pay their money to join BNI, and you think, gee, that just come out of my credit card. I wonder when it's going to come back in. But I think um, if you if you go with that like happy go lucky attitude and think, oh, well, I paid some money, 
I mean, I'd, I'd already done some research into getting some, like I'd, I knew I had to do some marketing or advertising, but I, I, I had got some idea of, um, you know, just ads, a price for an ad in a paper was dearer than a BNI membership at the time, you know, just for one ad for one day. So I had some appreciation of the value uh, that that BNI could bring, but I, I guess, um, you know, if I, I think it's also important to be patient too, or, or, or you know, nothing's going to come your way until you build a relationship. And we, you know, we we now know it as a you know BNI confidence curve. I guess we talk about it MSP, but it takes time. It takes time to build a relationship. So it takes time to get to know people. Um, it's time to you know all of that. All of that has to be built into the program, and I think that's. Um, I, I, I guess I was probably lucky that I had a good group that taught me that right from the start, but probably also, uh, you know, that I'm a fairly patient person myself. And I think, some, you know, I think the, I think one of the things that COVID's taught us is just to slow down a minute and take a breath and smell the roses, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I hope we I hope we all learn from that and be just a bit more mindful of of. of um, you know, uh, going slow sometimes is better. Just soak it all up, learn from other people, and then work out what to do from there. But I mean, certainly, you know, I didn't get a lot of business in the probably in the first month or two. But as people got to know me, and you know, they got introduced to this one-to-one concept that I'd never really heard of before. And you know, I think as you know, as the as you follow the system and do all the bits and pieces that are involved in it, you know, the business picked up, and it was definitely worthwhile being there. So what I want to talk about now is your journey. You became a direct consultant. Uh, how long did it take before you um, became a direct consultant? And uh, it was under um, uh, Lance. Lance Gain was a franchise owner at the time. Yep. You'd, you'd probably remember Lance well. Yeah, oh, yeah, loved the man. He was a fantastic bloke. Yeah. So what happened was that uh, I joined the chapter in June, uh, uh, you know, as I said, got to know some people, uh, joined in with the spirit of it, and then um, turned up one day and I got tapped on the shoulder and I said, uh, and, and I was told that uh, I was the next president of the chapter. I said, what do you mean? And uh, they said, well, yeah, we change the leadership team over um, every six months and we're looking for, you know, well, we're not looking, we've already decided you're the next president. And I said, oh, hang on a minute, like, I've only been around since yesterday, like, I'm brand new, you know, like, Surely there's more people, um, you know, more experienced than me. Like, I'm trying to think of all the reasons why I couldn't be the chapter president. And then you've got to remember, like, this is, I've been in the chapter two months. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, I just didn't think it was right and proper. But uh, I, was, I was taken out the back and clearly told that uh, I was, I was going to be the next president. I found out later no one else wanted the job, you know. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, uh, I said, well, look, uh, you know, there's got to, it's got to go to someone more experienced. Surely more experienced at BNI and more experienced at business. So the chapter obviously said, thought, uh, let's suck in the new guy into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I still remember to this day what I was told when I was told that um, it doesn't go on experience in this in BNI, it goes on enthusiasm. <laughs> so, uh, and so I thought, well, you know, and I said, well, you know, I don't remember hearing about a vote. And he said, well, we don't vote in BNI. It's, not a democracy, you know, just see what you're told. <laughs> and uh, so I, I had all of those things um, cleared up straight away. And I thought, well, you know, I've asked to be, you know, I've, I've been asked to be the chapter president. Um, I, I guess this is something to embrace or look forward to. So I took up the option, you know. 
and uh, so I became chapter president first of October. So I was in a you know a member by four, four months by then, and uh, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, what do I do when you're the president? Well, I went back to my days when I was a school principal because I was trained to be a leader, you know. And I just looked everyone in the eye and I said, uh, you know, uh, I, can I just get a show of hands of uh, people who might want to, um, you know, uh, grow their business? And, uh, and of course, everyone put up their hand. That was a pretty easy question. So I had some audience engagement. And I said, I reckon this would be fairly easy if uh, we can all uh, invite some visitors because the chapter was going well, but it hadn't really. I was the first. You know, there hadn't been any other people join uh, in the time, in the four months I'd, since I'd joined. So it, it sort of occurred to me that we probably need some more visitors. And I simply said, look, uh, guys, I'm the president. Uh, thanks for having faith in me. I reckon we can uh, we can do something amazing here, and that is that if every single one of us just uh, puts our mind into gear and invites one person each, in the time that I'm president, I want to take this chapter from 22 to 44. In other words, double the size of the chapter, and I reckon we can do it easy wow. if everyone contributes. Uh, can I get a show of hands who's keen? And all the hands went up, and I thought, wow, that was easy. So I became president, and... Um, now you just uh, need to find the visitors. A personal visitors, <laughs> obviously, in council. But, <laughs> but, like, I, I broke it down into bite-sized chunks, and, uh, uh, you know... Uh, I just asked everyone to help, and so by then I'd learned how to do one-to-ones. So I just went and did a one-to-one with every member in the group, and I asked, you know, I didn't under, fully understand words like contact fees and things at that time, but I just simply asked them, who's someone you trade with or do business with now, or who's someone you trust, or you know, you know, you're in business. Uh, is there one person you can bring along? And you know, uh, like it was just uh, like mind-blowingly simple. Everyone said, yeah, I know someone. And it occurred to me, like, why didn't you invite them before? And, they, you know, they said, well, no one's ever asked us to, you know. <laughs> and but, what uh, I'd take out of that too, Bernie, is you actually took it on yourself to do one-to-ones with people and coach them on how to invite. After four yeah, months right. in the job. And, um, and a lot of people will say, oh, you know, leadership teams will say, oh, we need to bring more visitors, bring more visitors. But a lot of people don't know how to actually get those visitors so you've been someone who's actually taken on yourself the one-on-one to, to actually prompt that and get people to invite during that time. I reckon that's a, it's a really good lesson out of this and a really good use of time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And as I said, I didn't really know what I was doing, but it seemed to work. And, uh, you know, six months later, uh, I get a congratulatory phone call to say that we had the largest chapter of BNI in Australia. Now, this is the bit that's going to blow, blow you away. I didn't even know BNI existed outside of Townsville. <laughs> <laughs> So you got up to the 44 members? Got up to 44 members, that's right, and, and that was at the time was the largest chapter in Australia. That is what an incredible and story. And I, I think I remember at the time we actually did a, a national conference or an event there with Dr Ivan Meisner around that time. Would have been, yeah, it would have been around that It was time. a little bit later, about 2009, yeah. uh, we, we had Ivan Meisner in, um, in Townsville, yeah, for sure. But uh, I think at the time Townsville still had the biggest chapter in Australia there and then. In 2009. Yeah, well, by then we'd. Uh, so what happened is to continue the journey. Uh, I, um, I went from being a member for four months to the chapter president for six months, and then Lance Gain, the franchise owner, lived in Cairns. He rang me up and said we need to meet. And I said, oh, you know, no, look, I hadn't even met the guy. 
Uh, he said, I'm coming down to Townsville. I want to have a talk to you. I'm thinking, you know, thinking, uh, well, you know, you think, well, what about you? I asked him, what did he want to talk to me about? He said, I want to wait till we get face to face. Well, anyone who's invited to the <laughs> principal's office, it's no, never no. for a good reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah well, that, that's sort of what I'm thinking. You know, you're I'm thinking worried you did something wrong or you're going to get the arse yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm thinking to myself, you know, surely I haven't done anything wrong. I've, I've just doubled the size of the chapter. But when we when he, when we met, he said, I want to offer you the position of, um, uh, he, he didn't call it director, he called it manager of BNI in Townsville. And I said, what does that mean? And, and he said, well, there's two other chapters in Townsville, and that's, again, the first I heard of that. I didn't even know. Uh, two other chapters, he said, and what we want to do is uh, duplicate what you've done here. And then, uh, so one of the other one of the other chapters uh, that we had only had 13 members in it. And he said, uh, Lance said to me at the time, he said, now, I'm going to have a talk to them. He said, but I think um, we're going to have to close that chapter down. It's too small. And I said, well, let me uh, let me go and have a talk to them and let's see if I can just apply the same principle here. If 13 people bring one each, that'll be 26. Is that big enough, you know? And uh, we went and applied the same principle to that chapter and took it to 52. Oh, my goodness. And uh, that's how big it was when Ivan Meisner turned up in 2009. So he was pretty impressed with that. And you're clearly someone who doesn't need a lot of detail about a job description, are you? <laughs> I mean, turn, turn up to a meeting and people will be chucking things at you. Uh, we're going to you now, President. We're not going to give you any details about that. Just make the job your own. And, and now, can you manage the whole BNI and you know? What? Yeah, well, I you know, like I think it. You know, I mean, I was I was uh, grateful that someone had faith in me. You know, to to do that. But that that was my journey, and I went from um, you know ordinary chapter member, chapter president, and then I became director of BNI in Townsville uh, within the space of one year. Oh. And and didn't then, uh, good story. I, I think I remember at the time when we were in Townsville in '09. Townsville had about eight chapters in it back then. Yeah, we, we had. Yeah, well, we went from uh, three chapters to to eight in in uh, three years. So, like, I ended up opening all those other chapters as well in that time frame. So, well, I mean, I guess we just you know had a magic formula, and it, the formula was pretty simple, you know. Uh, but it involves. Um, it involves smiling a lot and not getting angry with anyone, just, just smiling, being patient, um, being cheerful, being positive, you know, all those sort of basic things. <laughs> and also completely committed. Like, I, I love the fact that uh, you've stood up as the president and you've put out there a very clear goal straight away. Let's go from 22 to 44. It's not ambiguous. You're not saying to people, let's see how much we can do, do your best. You've actually put a number out there. And when people have a destination... Even if they don't know how to get there, they'll try and get there. And I think that that's a big part of um, what you, you know, it's actually not a magic formula, you're right. It's very simple, but when you've got the right person behind it with a very clear Yeah, for sure, you know. Clear and, 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 and it wasn't really um, 44 wasn't the goal. It was just, it, it was, the goal was more uh, one person bring one other person each. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the simple maths of that, if 22 people bring one person each, you'll, you'll, you'll get to the goal of 44. But yeah. I didn't actually mention 44 right. as a goal. Right, so it was the, even smaller the, the, than that. Well, it's yeah, bringing the, it down to a, a lowest common denominator that, yeah. that you know, people can say, okay, yeah, I can do one. Yeah, simple. Yeah. So simple. Yeah. Why can't we do that? Yeah, so, you know, and that, that same principle could, could be applied to every chapter in Australia today. If everyone, I mean, if we look at the latest... You know, member traffic lights had come out last night and look at all the people in the grey on bringing visitors for the last six months, you know. 
Yeah. Every every chapter I think is in the same boat. With you, you've got half a dozen people who bring visitors and in the, the long tail that don't bring any. But yeah. but the, the message I had was for everyone to to contribute, and well, I talked about everyone would get a benefit. You know, if we had more people in the room, so it's it's, it's like a win win. It's a no brainer. And what I find too with chapters is once they go along the uh, the route of bringing visitors along, and people see that people are actually doing it. People follow people, and it tends to actually flow on right through the group, and you see the group getting more and more visitors each week. And uh, you know, uh, Veronica's chapter right next to me, uh, Karen Downs, like they were always that perennial, you know, around the twenty, around the twenty mark, fifteen to twenty, yeah. you know, high turnover of members, and and then they actually um, lifted their standard with members and. They started to get the best people involved and then they started growing and once they got to that back up to their around that 30 mark and they've got half a dozen visitors per week, they're getting new members in all the time and I think the traffic lights I saw yesterday, they were in the top 10 well, we just, uh, uh, for Australia for, for this month and, and 12 months ago they were, uh, you know, a, around that sort of perennial sort of 20 mark turning over members. So it comes down to that point where... Once people see it and how easy it is, they go, yeah, I can do that. And then people start to come and when there's more visitors, there's more energy in the room yeah. and there's more, you know, people enjoy the meeting a lot more. And even during, uh, you know, during uh, online meetings, they've actually added to their numbers still uh, and continued that on, which, are, which has been fantastic. But Bernie, you, yeah, actually, sure. you actually got to the point where you become the franchise owner in far north Queensland. And it came through, unfortunately, an unfortunate event uh, for our friend Lange passed away and uh, you got that opportunity. So can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so thanks. Uh, yeah, so I went on to, you know, become the, the uh, manager or, the you know, went from director to, um, to you know, regional director, I guess, because I, well, I went for area director of Townsville and then regional director all in one go because I was managing 10 chapters at one point. In, in the Townsville area, uh, but then I got asked to, to um, you know, go and help in Mackay, and you know, it's like, it sounds easy when you're a little platoon, but Mackay's five hours away. I know you do do, do some driving yourself, Brent, out to, um, you know, uh, out to the east and so on. But it, yeah, there's a there's a bit of a journey involved. But uh, yeah, sadly, uh, Lance passed away. The franchise owner passed away. He was based in Cairns, and then um, that. I guess, you know, it took a while, uh, you know, to, for everything to filter through, but it gave me the opportunity to um, to apply, I guess, uh, like anything kid wasn't a lady in the because there was other parties interested as well, but I got to apply and put my credentials on the table to actually become the franchise owner for North Queensland. Uh, so that, <clears throat> that happened in uh, 2014, uh, only six years ago now, five and a half years ago now, so... Yeah, so that uh, went from you know managing all of BNI in Townsville to uh, Mackay, Townsville, uh, and Cairns. Um, yeah, and so um, the, when I when I bought the franchise, so I think we had about two hundred and sixty members, uh, and uh, we've, we've you know gradually increased that over the time, and we're now up around the four hundred mark. Uh, and added a few more chapters along the way. So it's been a great journey. Uh, 
you know, and I guess I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it. But I, I just love, I just love what what BNI means and what it has to offer, and you know how it can transform people's lives or make a huge difference. You know, there's a lot of people that I know in BNI today that wouldn't still be in business if it wasn't for the the, the referrals or the relationships or the business that came their way from other members. Just you know. Uh, just willingly giving giving people a slip of paper that's got some business numbers written on it, you know. Yeah, I'd like so to really. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to really highlight your growth because you know that area has copped um, floods, cyclones, mines closing, unemployment, and B and I under your guidance has still grown through that area. So that's absolutely fantastic. And um, Amazing. you know, are really yeah, against the odds. So, um, you know, big kudos to you and your team uh, on you know, on you know keeping that there for people. And one of the great things about when you have these disasters, etc. And I just want to hit on that for a little bit because um, you know you cop- you've copped a few natural disasters in the last few years up there. How the B and I groups have actually worked together to help each other through that. So, can you talk a little bit about that for us? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's. I mean, you guys got bushfires in in Victoria, but you know, we've got cyclones and crocodiles and all sorts of things. But probably the one that took us by surprise uh, a year ago was the Townsville floods, because Townsville doesn't flood, you know, like yeah. it, it, like we don't have enough rain here for it to flood normally. But we had two meters of rain in eight days, and it just had nowhere to go. And uh, was 25,000 homes affected. Um, probably the insurance bill was over $3 billion, uh, in, in, in uh, replacing houses and so on. So we'd had a like a major, massive effect. Uh, we lost 40 members out of it, uh, you know, whose businesses, you know, you know, just simply closed or their house, house got damaged that badly. They had to go and concentrate on that or, you know, like there was a whole lot of stuff happened. But, again, it's... Um, it, it, it's all about resilience, and it's about uh, it's about a team of people working together to help each other through, you know. And um, uh, you know, in a way, we've now got COVID, but we've all got COVID, you know. But the thing is, that it's 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 still it's still people reaching out to help see what they can do to help someone else, and that's part of the BNI spirit. That's part of what I love. Yeah, and did you see a lot of those people end up coming back once they sorted themselves out? Yeah, we you know we we uh, we. We're still, you know, still uh, reaching out to people to see if we can, you know, not all of them have come back yet. And, um, uh, you know, some businesses just didn't make it because it, like some, sometimes there's only so many hits you can take, you know. But I think um, the other lesson out of all of this is it's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times you get back up again that counts, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're all, you know, we're all in this together in this COVID state. And I think, uh, I think you know, like the the the, the motto for BNI is you know you know we're all you know now people need BNI now more than ever you know and I think um, when people realise what BNI's got to offer uh, you, you know a lot a lot more people will will benefit from it. Now, Bernie, one of the traditions we have in each of our podcasts, and we are running uh, short on time, is what would be your tip for a member to achieve success in BNI? Yeah, thanks. It's a really good question, but probably the thing that sticks out for me is that um, you know BNI is is a system, and any time a system gets put in front of you, a lot of people want to argue with it or break it down or or um, or see if they can refine it, you know. But 
in many ways, it's already been refined for us. It doesn't mean to say it can't ever be refined again, but it's constantly getting refined and enhanced. So I think the tip for any new member to join BNI is just, you know, uh, acknowledge that there's already a proven system in place and it'll work if you follow the system. It's really simple. Systems there, uh, follow the system, you know, don't argue with it, don't try and, you know, break it down into, into, but you know, into, into your own version of it. Just just get in and follow the system, and uh, it'll work. Fantastic. That's great advice, um, mate. Thank you for coming on today. Uh, and truly, a, you're an absolute superstar in the BNI world. I love the work you do, and I really think it should be uh, recognised by everyone. And keep up the good work and uh, great to be on the same team with you, mate. And thank you very yeah, much thanks, for joining Brent. us today. Uh, thanks, Brent. Thanks, thanks for joining uh, us, thanks, Brent. Brent. Thanks. thanks, Veronica, and appreciate the opportunity. Uh, and uh, uh, I, 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 kudos to you too for doing what you're doing. I think it's great to um, bring the uh, BNI story to the airwaves. We're so well done. Thanks, Bernie. Thanks, mate. Thank you. What a fantastic guest. I would high-five you if my hands were sanitised right now. <laughs> Uh, I, that is someone that absolutely resonates with me. I had a similar experience when I became president and I felt like it was really unfair, but I was head-punted by the chapter because I think people saw that I loved B&I. I just loved it. And I think that amount of commitment um, is, is clearly, and you can still hear it in Bernie's voice now, the love that he has and the appreciation and the respect and the value that he has for B&I and the system and the, and the community um, was just amazing. Yep. So, um, yeah, fantastic. That actually brings me to my question for today. Yep, quick question because you know, we are running out of time. I but, know, uh, I know, but that was a good one. So grab a cup of tea if you're watching this because um, it's definitely worth listening. listen to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't rush me. I just got out of lockdown. You're off your tucker today. I know, I know, I know. I'm making, making the most of being out of the house. What <laughs> would someone do... If they wanted to become president, because change of leadership is coming up soon, so someone wants to be president, what, what do they do? All right, there's a few things, a few steps I'd recommend they actually take because, um, as Bernie said, B&I is not a democracy, uh, so the right people were put, uh, uh, put into the right roles. But if you really aspire to be a leader in your particular chapter, one I'd tip to get your house in order so make sure that you're doing walking the talk already so make sure you're high in the traffic lights that's a prerequisite to be on the leadership team um, also have make sure you're comfortable in actually doing the role of speaking in front of the group because if you're something you're very shy and you're uncomfortable standing up in front of the room doing that sort of thing maybe that role's not for you maybe something like a visitor host or something is a better role for you and thirdly go and have a talk to the to the current president and let them know your interests because sometimes they don't know that you may be interested and they then they can consider you for the role and just say, hey, I'd really like to do this role. Um, when you come up for changeover, you know, please consider me. I'm, you know, I'd really like to lead the chapter. So, um, you know, put your, put your hat in the ring with them, so to speak. Put your hand up in the air. Great. Now, what is your tip for the week? Well, a quick tip for the week. Veronica, uh, obviously, have, when you buy, um, did you buy a coffee today? I didn't, but I'm planning to. You're planning to? Okay. So um, what, when you're going to um, buy a coffee, what are you going to ask for? I'm going to ask for a, a small, long black decaf. Okay. So why won't you just ask for a coffee? Because then I won't get exactly what I want. So that's my tip for today is about being specific. And you'll notice this in a great uh, explanation. If you go into a coffee shop, 
where on the menu does it have coffee? Oh, that's a good. That's a very good point. So you really have to say, I have a cappuccino, a long black, a skinny latte, etc. What whatever you actually have, you have to specifically ask for it. If you go into a coffee shop and ask for a coffee, they just look at you blank. So take that into account when you're asking for referrals in your chapter. So being too generic and not specific enough in asking for referrals, people will either give you the wrong referrals or they'll think, that's too hard. I've got to work that out for myself. The more specific you are, the more easier you make it for people to find your referrals. So think about the coffee situation. You always have to ask for exactly the right coffee that you want. Otherwise, the barista looks at you blank and yeah. thinks, are you an idiot? Um, and, uh, you know, think about that when you're asking for referrals in your chapter. The more specific you are, the more chance you've got of getting what you asked for. Oh, I love it. That is a fantastic, very easy, quick tip for the end of episode 19. Welcome back, everybody. We're back into the real world a little bit uh, and really happy to be back uh, with our producer, Steve. Thank you very much. We'll see you again next week for episode 20 of BNI, The Australian Story. 